Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This is Richard Deitch, the host of the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Multiple times a week, our podcast will get you interviews with the most notable names in sports media, from broadcasters to dealmakers to people doing great work behind the scenes. Here's Hubie Brown. Anytime that you win an award, it's not just because of the announcer and the analyst. It's always because of the production team. That's the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. I love it on a Thursday. Uh, podcast on a Thursday, nothing better. Uh, well, Friday won't be really better. What's up? That would be better, Jerry. Um, I don't know if you can hear my voice. I, I, I have some sort of... I've had a sore throat the last couple of days. You you don't get sick. I know, I don't get sick. I'm coughing a little bit. Really? Yeah. Uh-oh, someone might not make it tomorrow night. What's weird, though, is like my nasal passage is completely clear. Oh, that's good. Uh, so I don't know what... Might just have an infection in your throat. Yeah. You know, I bet you I got it from the stupid train going from Sea Caucus. Yeah, probably. To Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Because where I was sitting in Madison Square Garden, I was not in a crowded area of uh, sitting up in that Chase Bridge. It, I, it wasn't packed with people. I get sick once or twice a year, and it's always in the spring and in the fall, and it's allergies. Yeah. The other times I get sick is literally three days after I'm on a plane. So you're on the train. It's very similar. Who knows? Who knows? Could be allergies as well. I don't know. My my uh, my nose is clear, but I sound stuffy, which is very strange. I don't notice that, actually. Okay, because Eddie said he had noticed it. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Are you the type that will not go to the doctor? Because I start feeling it, yeah. I go immediately. No, I don't meds. go. Because to me, I, it, this is the type of thing that wouldn't take meds. Well, if it's an infection, it would. Yeah. If you need an antibiotic. I feel like you need green snot to go to the doctor, and I'm not yeah, there not right now. Man, if I can't swallow, if my throat's killing me, yeah. I'm going quickly. You go to, like, uh, one of those walk-in clinics? Not anymore. I have a regular doctor. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. Anytime I try to make an appointment with a regular doctor, it's like three weeks from now. See, it depends. If depends I call and I'm sick, they say come in. If I'm calling for a physical, yeah, they're like a month out. Yeah, that's true. Which I do have to do. I do have to call for that. I ride these things out. I don't... Uh, I always feel like... Anytime I've gone to the doctor in the past, I always go, well, there's no, you know, like how there's no medicine for a cold. Right. I just feel like, I just assume everything's a cold. Yeah. I yeah, I just like to know if it's a cold or if it's allergies. Yeah. How do they know? Um, I, I don't know the answer. 
cancer or that. They scrape the back of your throat? Uh, they do sometimes do the swab, yeah. Do they check your butt? No. Oh. I don't know what kind of good doctor you're going to. My dentist. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that happens. Bend now. over, Al. Okay. <laughs> check to see if you have any cavities. <laughs> nope, all clear up here. I hope I can make it to Have this. you gone to the bathroom yet? Yes, yesterday I did yeah. when I got home. It seems like every time you bring that up, it happens. It's almost like that stress is relieved, and then you go home and you use the toilet. Well, I feel like I, I knew I knew that was going to happen yesterday just because I had been so long, and I was thinking like I was starting to feel the urge. The urge. Like, I could have gone here, but I also knew I could have waited it out. I understand. Uh, and I cho- yeah. I like to... Five home- days. What's one more? Right, exactly. What's one more hour? I like a home field advantage for my toilet. Plus, I, I got my tushy hooked up to that toilet. I totally understand. Like a blast the water right through my butt. Okay, all right. Which is the way to go. Okay. Hopefully, I make it to the event tomorrow, Jerry. I mean, I am not feeling well. That is true. A solo warm-up show. Oh, God, help me. <laughs> Boy, would that be miserable? Uh, no, you know me, Jerry. I love a... You're me, a gamer. I love the adulation of a crowd. You love you love the attention. I love the attention. I would not miss it for the world. I, well, no, you, you would. I, you could. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> Jerry, do you have an outfit picked out for tomorrow? I haven't even thought about no, it. Me neither. I got to get through today. I've got a game for my son at three and practice for my other son at six. And then at eight, when I get home, I'll figure it out. I don't know if I have anything cool to like. If I was going to dress to impress, I don't. I don't really have. Are, is that what we're doing? I, I, so I am I, not dressing. I, to I would impress. like to dress to impress or wear a fun shirt. That's fair. But I don't know that I have a fun shirt or a dress to impress shirt. Hmm. I need a fat shirt. <laughs> just a fat shirt, a big, just a big shirt to hide stuff. You do I need that a too. Big fat shirt that looks like I'm wearing a tent. Maybe I'll just wear our warm up show T-shirt. That would be awesome. Buzz, no buzz. You could do that. I might do that. I mean, maybe, and I could, uh, I could potentially wear something as well. There you go. Maybe, maybe we wear, do that. I could wear a, a Alan Jerry shirt. Maybe we do that, Jerry. Good Show for, off our gear. It is funny when I wear those shirts coming here, and then I go out afterwards. Yeah. Like, oh, I didn't change my shirt. Yes, I think of that too. I feel so weird when it's on. Yeah, right. I think that I'm walking around the neighborhood with my dog, <laughs> and I'm like people are gonna be like this idiot wearing his own <laughs> shirt. Right, but you know what's so weird about it, though? If some random guy's wearing a softball jersey with his name on the back, no one thinks anything we of it. We don't think anything about it, we right. We feel weird because we feel like we're trying to call attention to exactly. ourselves. Which we're not. I never like to call attention to myself, Jerry. By the way, I had one of these situations, and tell me if this happens to you as well, Jerry. You get a, I don't know if you're the type that you pay off your credit cards every month or if you 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 pay sub. Yes and no. Okay. Right now I'm carrying two balances. All right. Uh, I have no balances right now, but I got a bill today that was an insane amount of money. Really? Yeah. Oh, you, oh emailed to you? Yeah, they said, yo, your yeah. your uh, your card uh, is due. And I'm like, what? And then you ever, like, you see the amount total. Yeah. You go to your statement online. Mm-hmm. And, and you don't know what the charge is? No, you know, that, but you go, there's no way this adds up to $4,000. And it does. But so many times I've actually got the calculator. Yeah, out. I know. I'm like, I see one item here that's a thousand dollars, and then a bunch of different like forty dollar items. What? Where? How is this four thousand dollars? Is that what your bill was? My bill was forty five hundred dollars. For what? That's what I'm trying to think. I'm like, what did I get? Oh, probably your airfare, your tickets. Right. So John Mellencamp. Yeah. Tickets. John Mellencamp. Airfare. Yeah. Hotel. Rent a car. Princeton Longevity Center was oh, on there. Oh, that's right. That's all that. And then, by the way, the, the amount we commute, the uh, tolls, parking, uh, 
uh, gas. Yeah. Everything's speedy gas station, speedy gas station, speedy gas station, yep. speedy gas station. I'm like, no oh doubt. my gosh, how often am I at the speedy gas station? You are not kidding, my man. Do all you the ha- time. Do you have a, a home gas station that yeah. you use at all times? There's a shell I go to every night. That's like your station. I go twice a week at 3 a.m. Why do you decide that that's your... I now, like the guy. Yeah. He's always there. There's never anybody there. And it's just, it's easy on off. It's yeah. just a piece of cake. That's why I go there. Do you ever feel, sometimes when I'm like down by my sisters, I'm like, oh, well, let me get gas down here. It's something different. No. I actually think that way about getting gas. That makes you feel excited? Like, oh, I'll get something different. See what's going on down here. No, I don't. Nope. Otherwise, I go to the one yeah, gas station right by my house. I probably fill up at this place twice a week for my car and once every two weeks for Kim's truck. Because anytime I get in her car, it's always empty. Women? Oh, my God. Jerry, women's cars are always on a quarter tank to empty. It's unreal. Always. And then she'll always just put $40 in. Yeah. I'm like, hun, fill it up. You're <laughs> going to use it. I know, but it doesn't feel so bad when I put $40 in as opposed to seeing it be $82. Like, what's the difference right. if you put 40 in now and 40 in on Wednesday or put $80 in now and not have to worry about it till next Monday? Gina what? always does $20 cash. Twenty dollars, which is which is six gallons. Yeah, she has an SUV, too. And it's like every day twenty dollars. <laughs> I don't know how well she doesn't drive all that much either. Maybe so that could be why the twenty dollars lasts her a full week. Yeah, but she, the full tank would last her all year. She also is afraid. I don't know why gas stations. She's afraid to use a credit card. You can get hacked anywhere. That's, I told her I have not paid cash for gas. No, I haven't either. I, I legitimately can't even Mm-mm. begin to think when I last paid cash for gas. And there are stories of card hacking at gas stations for sure. Yeah. But there's hacking everywhere in every... Let me ask you this. Does she stay off the internet then? No. Okay. She does not. Right. I mean... She shops on Amazon. Right. Credit card. All of that stuff can get hacked at any moment. Yeah. You just got to... I log in at least once a week to every account that I have. Just to see if there's anything funky going on. Right. So far, knock on wood, as you say, I've been lucky. But it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. I'm going to have to shut the card down. Tell you what I am doing, though. I So I signed up for Marriott Rewards last year. And I didn't think much of it. I really didn't. And I've stayed since in uh, the Marriott four different times that I paid for it. And I was able to get the points. And I'm not, I don't get into all these points thing. I should. I don't. Yeah. So we stayed at a residence inn in Pennsylvania this weekend, which turned out to be a Marriott property. And they're like, oh, do you have your uh, your rewards? I'm like, you know, I got it somewhere. I'm like, I don't worry about it. He goes, you know, he goes, you probably get a couple thousand points for this day tonight. And I'm like, yeah, but he goes, well, like, usually like 15,000, you get a free night or a couple nights. I'm like, really? He's like, do you not ever check? I'm like, not really. So I, get, I found the number. I gave it to him. He's like, download the app and just check it out. He goes, trust me. He goes, there's a lot of ways you get points. You go on a vacation for free if you do this right. I'm like, okay, blah, blah, blah. So long story short, I log in. Unbeknownst to me, unbeknownst to me, I had 32,000 points. I was like, wow. I forgot that I signed up and linked my Uber account with Marriott when I did all this last year. So I had Uber dollars being trans uh, transferred over to Marriott points. I had a couple more stays than I realized were Marriott properties that actually gave the number when I booked online. And so now I'm like locked in on this Marriott thing to where I'm looking to do the Houston Dallas thing. I could get like a hotel in Arlington by the stadiums for three nights. It's like 40,000 points. 
I'm like, I could pay for all three nights with just another, I think I need another 7,500 points, which is nothing. So now, anywhere I go, so my point is, for the two balances that I have, they're offering me 60,000 points to open up a Marriott Visa card. Done. I'm opening it up, transferring up, one balance. Give me my points. Yeah, I don't I do not do the points either. I don't and either. I know I should because my friend John sometimes goes on a trip to Disney and he didn't pay for it. I'm like, what? Every single bill he gets. He charges yeah. and gets the points. I'm doing it. That's it. I Marriott's my think. place. I'm going. Yeah, and by the way, like you said, like everything's a Marriott now. Because so many times when I go to book something, it'll be like, do you have Marriott point, points? I'm like, Marriott points? You're not a... Oh, you are a Marriott. Marriott Bonvoy. Yeah, Bonvoy. That's it. Yeah. And I just found out the timeshare that we do have still is owned by Marriott now. And I can use... The, I can transfer all the... Combine all the points. There, I've got like 100,000 points. It's really wild. Yeah. So I don't understand it all, but I'm going to figure it out. I started doing the United points just for the hell of it. Mm-hmm. Just because I feel like every time I go to fly, United's the only place that goes. Mm-hmm. Like from... I guess their Newark Airport is their big... That's their hub. Of the three local airports, that's their main one. And, like, Delta's is LaGuardia, mm-hmm. I think. Um, so I started doing that just because I'm like, Why may, not? As well, may as well. Why not? You can get, get upgrades. Marriott. Yeah. You know who keeps sucking all the Marriott points? Gina does. Every time we stay somewhere, she's like, I'll give them my Marriott number. Huh. I'm getting screwed, Jerry. If you're paying, and I'm you should paying get the points. And getting her points. Absolutely. And you know what you do when you make the reservation? You put your points in. My points. This way she doesn't get them. Well, I use my points to book her, the United flight. Well, you're getting screwed all over the place here. No, no, I use my points for that, for United. For her? No, no, no. I, I, I booked her ticket and used my United points. Oh, or my I United I, number. You paid for them, but they're both under your number. Yeah, I thought you paid that's for right. points. No, no, no. I, I got you. No, 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 no. I was going to say, she got you again. <laughs> Is it wrong if I upgrade myself to first class? <laughs> and you're in row 33, honey. <laughs> yeah. See you at the front. I'll meet you off the plane. You're going to be stuck back there for a little while. Remember that bad cruise you had? Yes. This would be a bad Indiana trip. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's the other fun thing. So I've already essentially paid for my Indiana trip. You know what's funny about that? Is if there was the opportunity for one to move to first class and our wife or girlfriend wanted to do it, I wouldn't give a crap. You know what? Enjoy it. The other way? Yeah, forget it. You're dead. You don't care about me. You're selfish. <laughs> We're like, woo! <laughs> You'll be back there with strangers. I'm good. It'll be fine. Ah, uh, just joke. <laughs> Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there. This is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night. On behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f- yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were. You came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Um, oh, I tweeted this yesterday because I believe this is true. I, I think my dog thinks her name is Alexa. All right, so call her Alexa. I'm thinking it because she doesn't respond to her name, never has. Really? Yeah, never has responded to her name. She only responds to going for a walk. Like, she knows what walk is. Mm-hmm. That's it. There's a pattern now has developed over these this amount of time. When I go upstairs to take a shower, I shower at night before yeah. because I don't want to shower early in the morning. 
So I go upstairs to shower at night, and I put I have an, a small Alexa in my bathroom. Mm-hmm. So I'm playing music. I'm showering. The dog comes upstairs. When I'm upstairs, she lays down in her bed in my bedroom right by the bathroom. Yeah. She knows it's time to get up when I tell Alexa to stop. So all I have to say is Alexa, and she gets up and comes to me. Really? Yeah. I think she thinks her name is Alexa. So you you can change the setting. Why don't you name Alexa Whimsy and Whimsy Alexa? Interesting. (laughs) Actually, you can only change Alexa to, it could either be Alexa. Oh, you can't change the command? No. You can, it can be Alexa or Amazon. Change to Amazon. Give it a try. And then just call her Alexa. If you, so if you change it to Amazon. Yeah. And then just randomly call for Alexa. And see see what happens. If she gets up, yeah, that is her command name. Then, yeah. What is your dog? My dog's name is Whimsy, but please call her Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever works. Because she doesn't downstairs in my house. I have Google, so you have to say, "Hey Google, play." Right. And she does not respond to that at all. Yeah. But if I say Alexa, she gets right up Poor and walks dog over. Doesn't know her own name. Doesn't know her name. Poor thing. And I can't change her name. You know the vets. And the pet insurance, they all have her name as yeah, Whimsy. Yeah, no, no, it's, that's her real, her legal name. Right, that's her real name. Do you have, does she have a nickname? Yes, she, she does. does. It's Alexa. Mm-hmm. That's pretty funny. Yeah. I, I finally figured that out last night. Um, also, Jerry, we may, have met, we may have talked about this once before. Do you think animals have a soul? I, I, I'm not sure humans have a soul. We have to have a soul. I don't know. I, I don't know. That they go to that their soul goes to heaven. No, that I'm not sure. I don't know about that. I just mean, is there something? Sometimes I there, think this is just made up stuff from two thousand years ago. Is there an essence in that animal's body? I don't know. That's different from another animal. Well, is there an essence in a raccoon? I mean, a, a soul in a raccoon. That's what I don't know. It doesn't because feel you like can't it. say because. Just because we've domesticated cats right, and that's, dogs, yeah. do they have souls? Because we domesticated them. Does a rat them? have a soul? No, I don't think so. Well, then why would a dog? Because we love them? Yeah. Right. A lot of this because is emotion. I really do, as I get older, the more I think a lot of this stuff is just emotion-based. We really put... A lot of hu- stock in hope and emotion. We put a lot of uh, human qualities on our animals. When they're animals. Homes. Yeah, when they're Does animals. Doesn't mean animals can't have emotions too, I suppose. But I don't know that they do. I have no idea. But, like, let me ask you this. If you got into an argument with one of your sons or your wife, mm-hmm. and you were fighting in the house, or just arguing, verbally yeah. arguing, yeah. do you think your cats know something's up? I Well, they can they can sense the tone. Yeah, that's what I mean. Can they sense the tone to know? I, hmm. I, I would think so, because I think in a lot... Look at that. The golfer's got a Major League Baseball uh, logo on his shirt. Um, I think... They clearly sense the tone the same way I think they, the tone is what drives them to what you're asking them to do. So like when you, it's like when the cats want to eat, there's a certain way we say, you know, yo, Callie, you want to eat? Like and you, then you rattle you're happy the thing. About it. Right. If you start screaming at her, you know, I don't know that she's going to come running to eat. If you're screaming at the top of your, I don't know. I, th- I think there's a lot that goes into it. Unfortunately, I don't know that. Well, I know they're doing research on it. I know they've been doing research on it for decades, trying to figure out what a dog thinks and what. I mean, there's that documentary on Netflix. I wanted to take a pen and jab it through my eyeball. What is this one? How a cat thinks or something. I mean, this was like, oh my god. 
let's do the same thing 4,000 times. And if it does what you want it to do on the – we told you it. We trained it. It didn't do it the first 3,000 times, but on 3,001, it got it. Or perhaps those were just the steps it took that time. Like, I feel like we want things to be so the way we want them that we believe that they are. Yeah, I'm trying to figure that out with the animals in our homes. And I'm not saying that a dog can't, quote-unquote, love its owner. I'm sure in its way it does. I mean, we see it the way it will jump on the bed with you, the way it wags its tail. Like, it definitely feels something. But they're not human emotions. It's their way of feeling happy, loving, loyal, things like that. Yeah, when I first adopted Whimsy, I couldn't get her right away because I was still in the apartment, but Mm -hmm. I had... I had a closing date for my my condo in Bradley Beach. Yeah. So a woman who watches and has many greyhounds of her own took her in for a couple weeks until I was able to get her. And when I went to get Whimsy, Whimsy was a very attached to this woman. You know, she would follow well, her around. Well, familiar and used to her, sure. Right. And the woman said to me, she goes, well, I go, wow, she really loves you. She goes, well, I feed her mm-hmm. and give her a place to live. Mm-hmm. I'm like, huh. Now she's like that with me. Right. And when I take her to uh, the woman in Tom's River who watches Greyhounds, like when I go on vacation. You come back and she's not all that interested in you. No. <laughs> I know. You've told it me. It just takes us such a short amount of time. They're animals. At the end of the day. And, and I know adapt. we are too. We're just more intelligent. Yeah. They're animals. So as long as you give your dog to a loving home. The dog will be fine. The dog will be fine. Might be sad for a little bit. Right. It's possible it'll be sad, but it'll... Right. Now, ultimately, you, it wants to eat, poop, and sleep. Now, if you bring a dog to an animal shelter because you don't want it anymore, no good. Well, but that's a but that's not a good experience, being that's locked up. And right. We're talking about laying on a bed, running in a beautiful park-like backyard, and being fed, and, you know, being warm when it's cold out, and being dry when it's raining, and it's, I mean, as much as they're animals, you know, they don't want a miserable experience either. You don't have to be a genius and have all this intelligence to know what's good and what's bad. Right. I don't think. I don't know. Yeah, I wonder, like, do dogs, you know, like humans, if you talk to your kid the wrong way when they're little, like, that'll scar them for life. Yeah. Like, they'll be in therapy because they of... Could uh, be. Dogs, no. A dog could probably have had a terrible experience. If it doesn't have that experience again, it's probably fine. Maybe. Maybe. I wouldn't know. I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Because we talk about the you know the animals that are as puppies are trained to fight, and then yeah. all of a sudden you try and put them in a loving environment, which is fine, but when they snap, they snap because of their upbringing. Don't know. Yeah, and there are dogs and cats that are like, oh, they don't like men, or they don't like women. Maybe they had a bad experience, or maybe it's the scent, or, or the, the scent. or the different you know um, chemicals we give off. I don't know. I, I don't know. That that we'll leave that to the people that study animals. Yeah, we never get a real answer though, because there is no real answer. We get until it, until the dog or the cat can talk our language. You're never gonna know. It's like death until someone from the dead comes walking through the door and can prove that they're dead, and now they're alive again, or they found some gateway back to life that yeah. can tell us what it's really like. It's nothing more than a big freaking guessing game. Yeah, I know. And fake words like trust and and believe. Yeah, we can all believe what we want. Doesn't mean it's real. 
Man, there are some huge things we have no idea about. None. We don't know what happens when you die. Nope. We don't know what animals are really thinking and how they're processing things. We have no idea. No. But that's why I will always say the greatest word in the English language is hope. Hope. There is always hope. And I hope to hell, or hope like hell, not to hope. That would be bad. I don't want to hope myself to hell. to hell. Yeah, don't do that. Hope like hell, that all of that stuff is true, and that I've lived a good enough life that I've provided for my kids and my wife and my parents and everybody, and I've been a nice enough person that at the end of the day when I'm long and gone, there's something there on the other side. I don't think there is, but God, I hope there is. Is that fair? That is fair. Do you do you think your cats know they're in a good home? Or do they not uh, know yeah, any better? Yeah, because both of them... So I would say, do they walk around talking to each other? Go, meow, meow, great home, great home. No, I don't think that. I don't think they talk when we're not there to each other like that. But I will tell you, Julius was rescued from a sewer in was it in Staten Island, I believe. He was as a kitten was rescued from okay. a uh, from a sewer, and that's why we're. It's hilarious that he's become a finicky eater. We will look at him and say, "You ate sewer scraps. <laughs> Eat the nine lives." <laughs> He put thumbs his nose to the, yeah. to the chicken. Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> it's so Tremendous. funny. And then Callie was rescued from the hurricanes in Miami and was found like shivering under a shed. As a kitten or as, as a an kitten. adult? As a kitten. We both got them as Julius was seven months when we got yeah. when we got him. And Callie was four months old when we got her. Maybe now I take that back. Callie was um, 12 weeks old. They found her shivering under a shed in Miami. So now you come to paradise, hit the pet lottery. They've got to know. That they should, right? If, if if they have any in that small little brain of theirs, if they have memories and can remember, it's not that long ago that they were living a pretty lousy life. Yeah. Yeah. You just wonder, do they know, hey, I got a pretty good right here. Yeah. Then you're right. That thing with the cats not eating their food. It's, it's hysterical. Like my dog's the same thing. Like yeah. He looks at the food and he's like, what? We had this yesterday. Like, I'm like, Do we yeah. have any uh, filet? <laughs> like, good Lord. Yeah. I should take a picture every day when I go home now. No, not today because everybody's home. Schools are out. Um, but most days when I go home, I get home about 1145. I, open, I go into the garage. I open the door. And there's Julius literally under a blanket on the couch that he gets. Joseph always leaves it there. And he burrows his way underneath it. His head sticking out. He's passed out. And then she, the little one, will curl herself around him on top of the blanket. I'm like, well, you guys got the life. Yeah. This looks outstanding. Just living it up. <laughs> they're doing all right. Right. Sometimes when the animals are sleeping and they're like, you can hear them breathing. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, what a. What he a purrs world. when he sleeps. And it's like, it's the, it really is. It's adorable. So. And he's lost weight. Cute, cute little thing. They are living it up, Jerry, they on are. our dimes. Yes, they are. I had to share my lunch with them yesterday because I made tuna. As <laughs> soon as I popped the can, it's like the scent. They came running in, and they don't eat in the afternoon. They smell the tuna. I literally had to split the can with them. Will they uh, just stay at your feet? Because I know cats jump up on things. Will they jump up on the counter to try to get uh, some of the tuna action? Of a, she's a bit of a pain. Yeah. She will jump up on everything. He's good. He doesn't. He stays down on the ground. For the most part. And you throw him a little. Once in a while when he's really being agitating because he's hungry, we will hear him knock over on purpose all the envelopes that I keep on the counter. <laughs> and we hear it. Oh, and then you peek up. There he is. He's looking at you like, feed me. <laughs> it's funny. 
I'm hungry. Let me knock these envelopes to the floor. Yes, pretty much. This seems to work. It does. Yeah. It does. That's the thing. We end up, the other funny thing with, with pets is we end up reinforcing negative behaviors because it does work. It works. Yes. Like the dog whining to me mm-hmm. does get me to pet her. Yes. So, so now the next time she's laying down and wants to be pet, she'll just whine. 100%. And it works. Three Every night. So they when I'm so they get up with me at 3 o'clock because I give them a, a small little food just to get them through the night. On the weekends, 3 o'clock, they're jumping on me. I'm like, guys, let me sleep. So then I'll kick them out. I'll shut the door. Then they start jumping on the door, and you hear. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> it's like, oh, my, I have, I'm going to lose. Uh, fine. I got you. It's 3 o'clock. I understand, which is my pattern. <laughs> Right. I've always had these hours since we've had them. Yes. That's all they know. I, yeah. So I have I haven't slept through a night on a Friday or Saturday night unless I'm in a hotel. Yeah. Does not happen. And they come to me, not Kim. Right, because you're the food guy. When I'm three, away, you're three a.m. food guy. When I'm away, they go to bed at eleven with them, and they get up with them at seven a.m. Yeah. Hysterical. Yeah. Same thing happens with my dog. Every once in a while, Gina will take her. I don't know what the problem is. She wakes up at 7. <laughs> 7? I'm up at 2 a.m. on a Saturday if, uh, if I have the dog. She gets me up at 11.30 p.m., 2 a.m., and 5 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a baby. Right, because they're like, but, th- but to them, you're the food guy yes. at 3 a.m. If you're not there. It's their schedule. Yeah. So true. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up program. We'll be back here tomorrow on a, you calling it a summer Friday. I like it, Jerry. We'll be here on our first summer Friday. So. <laughs>